Welcome to Straight from the CPA's Mouth. I'm Chris Pilger with CPA Alberta, and I'll be your host for today's show. My guest today is Aaron Schwartz, and we're going to be discussing the value of questioning how things are done, unconventional career paths, and more. Did you hear that head office is implementing new diversity and inclusion? Less than 10% of C-suite positions at Canada's 100 companies need to be more socially responsible. Big data represents a potential windfall of $30 billion for Canada by 2020. Do a comprehensive review of its tax system. 70% of Albertans say the economy is too dependent on oil and gas. Filter out the noise. Hear it straight from the CPA's mouth. Welcome, Aaron. Excited to have you here with us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Chris. I am very excited to be here. Uh, My name is Erin Schwartz. I'm a proud CPA, uh, a fairly new CPA. Uh, No legacy designation for me. I got my CPA designation in 2016, and I am currently the Manager of Employer Relations at CPA Alberta. Great. Let's jump right in. In the previous podcast featuring Ross Wilson as our guest, he posed the following question for us to discuss and answer. How often do you ask yourself if there's a better way of doing things? So Aaron, how often do you do that? Constantly. Uh, Isn't that just part of what it means to be a CPA? We are trained to critically analyze. So even if we're not brought into something with the view or the goal of trying to improve a process, we can't help but look at it from that lens. For me, I know whatever I come into, I'm always noticing deficiencies and hopefully some viable solutions to those deficiencies. More than ever before, I think this is really important for professionals and CPAs specifically. We are in an age of constant change. And being part of that change will be what helps to keep us as CPAs relevant. The ability for us to understand requirements, see deficiencies, and propose solutions uh, is really, I think, what we as CPAs can offer organizations. And this is what makes us so versatile. For me personally, I think this really ties into the concept of lifelong learning. So questioning whether there's a better way of doing something is really, really important. But that's only the first step. As a CPA, it's then our job to analyze, to research, and to come up with solutions, then testing and implementing these ideas. So it sounds like that's something that has been a core value of yours for a long time. Can you give me an example, uh, a relevant example of when you've done that within your own career? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It could be something really small. Uh, For me, something very regular, I would say, um, if I can just nerd out for a little bit here and talk about Excel, um, is in analyzing data. So if I'm trying to, to read the story that the data is telling me and to get something out of it, I often will find myself saying, I know Excel can do this for me. I just don't know how yet. So when I'm maybe not getting quite what I need out of data, I know Excel can do so much more than what what I know. And so it's just going, doing the research, figuring it out, and then gaining new skills that way so that next time, um, maybe it's a little bit easier for me. In other ways, um, maybe maybe a little bit uh, bigger examples, it could be coming into a new department or a new process and taking that step back and saying, is the cost of this process whatever it is costing us, is that worth the benefit that we are getting out of it? And being able to see that big picture and then maybe to to recommend changes or just even small tweaks. Do you think that's directly applicable to your CPA training, kind of the way you see the world? Or do you think you had that bent even before you started 
the CPA process? Interesting question. Um, I think I did. I think I did have a little bit of that before becoming a CPA, and I think maybe that's part of what uh, kind of makes me the ideal candidate for CPA because I think that is really important. I think that's something that we learn in our training, and uh, and. Yeah, it's definitely been developed over, you know, my my articling and my work experiences, education and all of that. But uh, I think I probably had some tendencies towards that kind of mindset even before starting the program. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's interesting because I've heard often from a, from a number of people that CPAs say, you know, I I... If I wasn't a CPA, I'd be an engineer and have engineers say, if I wasn't an engineer, I'd be a CPA. And I think there's a commonality there. Uh, I know I have a friend who he's my go-to analyst and he's he's an engineer. So I think that there definitely is something to be said for that being a core way that you look at the world even before you get into the profession. Um, But very valuable. Do you think organizations and individuals look for better ways of doing things regularly or often enough? Probably not often enough. I think, like I mentioned, we're in an age of change, and that's such a big part of the world we live in with technological advancements, the introduction of AI, all of that kind of stuff. Um, So I think it's important. I think it is done, especially in organizations that have the right people as, uh, as leadership. Um, but I do think it's it's tough. It's not easy, right? Embracing change is never easy. And... Uh, I think it it can be met with resistance and also sometimes there's just not the resources for it, whether that, you know, be time, money, the right expertise. It it can definitely be difficult. But I do think as as CPAs, it's important for us to be at kind of the forefront of that change and and be influencers in those areas for organizations. Can you think of ways where CPAs might be able to do that or processes that can be instilled to make that a more regular part of an organization's or an individual's uh, processes? I think professional development and lifelong learning is very integral to that, and that's definitely something that's important to me. I think it's important to every CPA. I I don't think we can remain relevant and be versatile for um, you know, our organizations and our communities if we're not constantly learning and kind of getting ahead of things. So I think keeping on top of those kinds of opportunities is, is really important for CPAs and the role that we play in organizations. Do you think accounting as a profession historically has looked for a better way of doing things? And can you maybe provide some examples of that? Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, I think we should be at the front of change, and I think historically we we have been. I think a great example, very current uh, for us here, is that of of the merger. You know, a few years ago there were the the legacy designations, and now um, now we've merged into one stronger designation of CPA. And then I think there's some some technical sides of that too, and a lot of that ties into technological advancements as well. But, uh, you know, way back when it was the abacus and now calculators and spreadsheets and, and how that has advanced. Um, but even when we look at auditing techniques and everything like that, standards, how things change, that's all very much driven by accountants, um, you know, even on a global level. So we talked a bit about your uh, maybe the way you view the world, and that was a great fit for accounting and a CPA career path. Can you 
tell, tell us a little bit about how you got into accounting, what would take us way back and why you <laughs> decided to join this profession in the first place? To be honest, getting into accounting to begin with was really just a process of elimination for me when I went to, to post-secondary of all the things I didn't want to do, kind of the thing left was business. Accounting itself, I had a lot of encouragement from a prof of mine. I excelled in my accounting courses. It was something I was more interested in compared to all kind of the other disciplines that you're introduced to at the beginning of a business degree. Um, I also, I had the benefit of uh, a sister who's an accountant. She's a CPACA, so I was able to also talk to her about the profession and, and learn a lot about what she she did and see her go through the, the program and all of that. So that's kind of what what set me down the path of accounting as my major. So Erin, there's a lot of different uh, paths that you could have taken to actually gain the designation and, and you chose to do the MPAC program. Uh, what was that experience like and, and why did you make that choice? I think a few different factors played into that for me. I think what first got me interested was the structure of the program. So for me, I just felt that learning in a classroom environment would be much more beneficial, just based on my own personal style. I've also never really been one, you know, throughout undergrad to to work while going to school. So that just seemed like a really big challenge for me. So with MPAC, you take two summers off um, and go to U of S uh, to get your master's degree. So while I was at work from September to April, I was full-time work. And then while I was in school um, from May to August, I was full-time school. So for me, I just, I really needed, I think, that separation Still to this day, I just really admire anyone who does high-level schooling while working full-time or even at all because that's just not something I've ever really done a lot of. I think it just takes a different um, level of discipline and hard work. Not that MPAC wasn't a ton of work. It certainly was, but I think just style-wise, it, it was the better fit for me. I also think um, timing had had something to do with that decision as I was making these decisions kind of right around the time that unification was, you know, in talks and then happening. And with the merger, being a university student, there was some uncertainty there for me of, you know, what the new program would look like and all of that. And I'm a fairly stereotypical accountant in a lot of ways. I like to do a lot of planning. I like to have that certainty and kind of know what's coming. So with MPAC being an established program, I think that played into my decision as well of knowing exactly what I would be signing up for. And uh, vanity too, a little bit having those few extra letters behind my name and a master's degree was, uh, you know, to be honest, that was appealing as well. And do you think that that master's degree potentially can open some some different kind of doors than otherwise would be there? Absolutely. So I think at the time I uh, maybe couldn't fully articulate it, but I do think I recognized to a certain extent that I wouldn't be following the most traditional career path. And I was interested in some alternative types of things. So for me, just having a master's degree, I thought, you know, it can't, it can't hurt. I knew getting my CPA would open all kinds of doors and opportunities for me. Um, but I even, I, I took a, a mat leave position at the U of A a couple of years ago, and I don't know that that opportunity would have been made available to me without a master's degree, um, given that I was teaching MBA students. And so uh, that's definitely, I think, played a part. And again, I don't know if I fully recognize that when I signed up, but it, it did cross my mind that, 
uh, you know, it certainly it certainly wouldn't hurt, and it could only open more doors. I had an interesting uh, phrase, turn of that phrase once when, when someone said to me, you hear a lot about the designation opening doors, but for this individual, it was more about not having any doors closed. So he just felt that the designation didn't close doors. And I think it sounds like maybe you you felt the MPAC program would be the same way and it would just give you more opportunities. Um, You talked a little bit about your unconventional path since then. So talk a little bit about your career uh, once you got your designation and and how that went for you. Yeah, absolutely. So throughout undergrad and the the co-op program that I did at the U of A, I was able to gain some relevant work experience. So I, I did get some, I guess, very different experience. I did work in a very small firm for a summer. I worked in a very large firm for a co-op and then decided to get some industry experience as well. So I worked in financial reporting for a very large public company. So that was, uh, it was all really, really good experience, but also directed me to kind of where I wanted to be for my articling. And that was in a mid-sized firm. So that's where I went after after I graduated from U of A. And of course, then did the MPAC program and kind of realized as I, as I was getting my CPA that while I enjoyed auditing the most out of any of kind of the public practice disciplines that it wasn't something that I was in love with. I wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't where I wanted to spend my career. And so that's when I kind of started thinking about alternative ideas. Of course, I looked into industry because that's a fairly typical path of after you leave public practice, uh, you know, after you get your designation, you head to industry. But uh For me, I think just, you know, an opportunity came up at CPA Alberta that really grabbed my attention and kind of drew me back again to that idea of, I think I want to do something a little bit different with my career. So um, about two and a half years ago, I came to CPA Alberta in the practical experience department and uh, learned a lot, very different environment, still working a lot with accountants, but not actually doing accounting. So my CPA was a requirement for my job and... uh, and, and very needed to understand what I what I was doing, but it wasn't actually doing journal entries or auditing, testing controls, budgeting, any of that kind of stuff anymore. Um, so that's, I ended up there for a little over two years. And now here we are today, just a month into the brand new employer relations department. And uh, again, um, not doing accounting, but using the knowledge that I have as a CPA and the understanding that I've gained through the work experience that I have to to add value to the profession. So I want to explore your new role a little bit uh, a little later on. But first, can you tell me what surprised you or what did you learn from joining your professional organization as an employee? It was pr- probably a bit of a an eye-opener or a shift for you when you did that. So w- what have you uncovered during that journey? <laughs> um. I feel like my eyes have been opened since starting at CPA Alberta to the big picture of the profession, or at least a piece of it that I now just have a different understanding of. So there were a lot of things when I started that I realized I didn't know CPA Alberta did any of this. And a lot of that, you know, there was regulatory aspects of that, but also the um, 
the kind of service-oriented side of it. So one area I like to mention to people all the time, of course, in my job as well as in, in my personal life, I'm in contact with a lot of CPAs. And so I, I like to brag about is, is CPA Assist. So if I can take a minute to plug for them, because it's um, it's a service I didn't know about at all before I started at CPA Alberta. And since um, learning of it and taking advantage of their services, I, I do try to tell everyone I can. Um, so they provide confidential and free 24-7 counseling to Alberta's CPAs and candidates and their family members. And I think that's just a really wonderful service that we as the profession are able to provide to our people. Um, mental health is something that I'm very passionate about. And I think it's really cool that uh, that, that, that service is there in a time when I think it's just really important when we're dealing with so much change that, uh, you know, sometimes we need some extra supports. So that's that's just one area, but a lot of uh, a lot of different areas of CP Alberta that my eyes have kind of just been opened to. I think CPA Assist is a really good example of something that not only benefits the membership, but also meets the organization's mandate of protecting the public. Because of course, we want all the CPAs out there to to be as healthy and uh, and competent as they can be, and and certainly mental health, as you pointed out, is really important aspect of that. So you have moved on to a to a new role uh, with CPA Alberta. So so talk to me about this new role and this uh, newly created uh, area that you're uh, heading up right now. Yeah, um, it's really exciting. It's like you say, it's a brand new portfolio. So that's that's a really neat opportunity for me to be a part of and something where I feel like I'm part of the forefront of change in our profession. So employer relations, our our goal, our mandate is to put supports in place for employers so that they in turn can better support the candidates that they're they're employing, that they're supporting. We want those candidates to uh, to be successful and part of helping them be successful is helping their employers. So a big part of what we're doing right now is developing information, resources and various initiatives for those employers with the goal of maximizing the success of Alberta's candidates um, on the common final examination and, and on their journey to becoming CPAs. So obviously your being a CPA helps because you understand that world, but uh, how else does your designation help in in this role that's not an account core accounting function yeah um a really neat thing about our employer relations team is that we're bringing together people from different backgrounds and different uh different skill sets so we have the support of communications which is really big for us in uh in the fact that we're service oriented and outward facing we've got business development coming in on kind of the relationship management side and then with me being a cpa i think it's really important because i understand the workplace that uh the workplaces that our employers are in and the types of work they're doing the struggles that they're facing the struggles that their candidates are facing because I've, I've been there and i've, I've done that that kind of work. So I think it lends kind of a more insider perspective while we are developing these these resources and programs to support them. I think another area where I think I will play a big role on the team is, again, uh, getting back to kind of the Excel and the, the more technical side of things and doing the data analysis. So for us, being a brand new department, first thing we're doing is collecting and analyzing a lot of information. Um, and as a CPA, I definitely do not shy away from that. That's a big part of our training and a big part of what we do. So I'm the one looking at that data and pulling the story out of that. So then we can kind of make conclusions and recommendations and move forward with our portfolio. And to bring it full circle back to our kind of original question, do you think that 
being a CPA in, in what's dominated a communications professional team, do you think that that gives you an opportunity to question assumptions and status quo and the way things have been done and you bring a, a different perspective to, to the department and, and your colleagues? Absolutely. I, at least I hope so. Um, and, and that's the plan. So a big part of being a brand new kind of department and a new mandate is challenging that status quo and looking at what's been done before, what's worked, what hasn't, and bringing in some, some new ideas and new approaches. And that's not to say everything's going to work, but I think we're really excited to, uh, to implement some change and, and see where it goes. So one of the commonalities that link your two roles uh, with CP Alberta is students and and helping kind of those looking to become a, a CPA or earn their designation. Um, so what advice would you give to a, a student or a candidate who was interested in the CPA designation? Uh, well, it is a lot of work, uh, but very, very worth it. So I think, I know we've kind of touched on this, but it provides a lot of opportunity for growth and for learning. And like you said, it doesn't shut any doors. It keeps lots of opportunities open. So if that's something that you want, that you're interested in, I would say gather your support system and buckle down. It's it's a lot of hard work. It isn't easy, but getting those letters behind your name will take you places and will be very worth it. And even probably for those who, like yourself, don't really end up in a traditional uh, accounting path. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So what's next for you? Where do you see yourself uh, down the road? Well, for now, um, employer relations. So working with the great team I have here at CPA Alberta to build up this portfolio and make a difference for our employers and for the candidates that they support. And we'll see where we go from there. Well, that sounds like a, a really good place to wrap up today's episode. Straight from the CPA's mouth is centered around Alberta CPAs asking and answering questions about anything and everything. Before we end this episode, could you, Aaron, pose a question for our next guest? What question would you like the next round of CPAs to discuss and answer? What have you learned from failure? Wow, that's a good one. Before I wrap up, do you have any last thoughts you'd like to add? Nope, just thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you. There you have it, listeners, straight from the CPA's mouth. Thank you, Aaron, for joining us today. Thank you to all of you for tuning in, and be sure to check out our next episode featuring CPAs discussing what they've learned from failure. If you like what you've heard on Straight from the CPA's Mouth, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Straight from the CPA's Mouth is brought to you by the CPA Education Foundation. The CPA Education Foundation is the charitable arm of the Alberta CPA profession, providing up to $1.2 million each year in support of business and accounting education in the province. This podcast is just one of many resource materials available through the Heshi CPA Knowledge Centre. This virtual hub features Alberta CPAs sharing their unique perspective and vast expertise on topics and issues such as leadership, finance, entrepreneurship, and more. Visit cpaalberta.ca slash foundation for more information on the Heshi CPA Knowledge Centre and to learn how Alberta CPAs inspire success.